Blog Talk Radio. Get that bread 
This is a special edition of our Free on the Inside Ministry. We are honoring Father's Day. And so we're going to play a couple of excerpts from some past shows regarding Father. And you keep enjoying this program by Kyle program. Okay, those audio clips are not going to work for us. So we got another something else here for you here. So we're going to play this other audio clip. Uh, the call in number is 310 You two can call in and be a part of the program. And we want to just uh, continue to lift up the men and let them know that God had forgot about them. Amen. And so we should have one coming up here shortly. Um, we want to thank some of the past guests. I know we had a great time the last couple of weeks here. Just read your Bible. He'll tell you what to do. We're not weary. We're doing well. For in due season, you're going to read the This morning, and uh, as always, we are welcome you to this program. You can reach us, uh, our guests and myself, by the calling number. That number is three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. Went for a great time this morning here. Uh, I like to just say hello to the sponsor of this program, Beverly Beasley, over at Granny's Place. Granny Place is a nonprofit ministry reaching the hearts and the minds of our, of our young people. Uh, Granny Place Ministry. Uh, is uh, located in the in the Duncanville area. This morning we will be over at Clearview Apartment Center, starting up our mentoring uh, program over there. So we'll be teaching some computer classes, some literacy classes, job placement classes, and a host of other things. So please go to our website and look and see what Granny Place is doing in the community. I'm your host, Minister Joel Lewis. And we uh, have uh, Brother Ricky Daniels on the line, and also our guest is on the line this morning. Again, that calling number is 310-982-4126. And at this time, I'd like to to introduce to you our guest this morning. Our guest is an author. He has a great book that he's going to share with us this morning. His name is Brother uh, Prater. And he's going to come on, and he's going to share with us what does the Lord say in his life there, and I was speaking to him off the line, and I was very encouraged about what he was sharing with me or how uh, God is uh, still our Heavenly Father here. Without any further delay, I would like to shoot to him and let him tell you about our book. Good morning now, Brother Prater. Good morning. You're on the net. Brother Prater, you're on the net. Let's see, can we get Brother Daniel in here then this morning? Good morning, Brother Daniel. You on the net? Good morning. Good morning, Reverend Lewis. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We have our guest on the line this morning. Let's see, can we bring him back in here? Okay. Good morning, Brother Prater. 
Amen. Maybe we lost him here. I'm going to have to call him up here and just to see what's going on. Amen. So, Brother Daniel, welcome once again to our internet program. Uh, good morning. It's a pleasure to be here this morning. You know, uh, we were looking forward to being on the show last week, but because we were unable to, so we did an archive show. Did you enjoy last week's show? Yeah, I deeply I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it a lot. I learned a lot, a lot of little facts and a lot of you know, stuff that he was talking about. And you know, you put some posting on our Facebook page regarding some of the things that we shared that was shared last week in our program. So, once you go ahead and share some of the things that you put on the on the Facebook posting, and I'm going to try to get in touch with our guest this morning. Um, I've been researching a little bit, and I've been finding out a lot of statistics about the uh, facts of that um, most uh, people that go to jail, the average age uh, is between 31 and 36 cents. And that's 18% for 31, age is 31. And from the age of 36, it's 18.3%, and that's real high. And I think, uh, I think it gets his, uh, it's subject about fatherhood, you know, and mostly the pit of being a father is most of that age right there. It's between 25 and 30 to 36, that's the prime age of being a father and, and getting inside your child's life. And statistically, that fact proves that most uh, fathers or males are absent from their child's life during that age period. Amen. So that sounds good. Basically, you can see what's going on that. uh of the shortage of men. Yes. Hey, we have our guest on the line right now, so we're going to bring him in, and then he'll uh, tell us about his book, and then we'll bring you back. Good morning, uh, Brother Prater. You're on the line. Good morning. How y'all doing today? I'm doing great. Sorry well, about the right mix-up once again, but we got you now. So please introduce yourself and tell us about what God is doing uh, with you and through you. Well, my name is Brother Prater, and... Um, uh, I've been in law enforcement for 22 years, and I'm a minister, and uh, God has touched my heart to really just write a book pertaining to the men, but more importantly, the fathers. And um, and little, little like the way things are going, if we can just reach our fathers, our men, to be able to help them to understand that God can heal, God can uh, deliver, that can really help our homes, our nation, and our communities. Amen. You know, I was looking at the cover of your book. Tell us the name of the book and how did you come about uh, the cover and writing this book? Yeah. Uh, the name of the book is called A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. And one of the main things was uh, with the cover, it's a silhouette. You You can't really tell race or age or whatever of um, of the man and father that's on the cover and I wanted to make sure to let that let that uh, be an example that it reaches to all 
men and the fathers. You know, I didn't want it to be exclusively for one race, whatever. No, it's for everyone, for every race. And um, like I said, the Lord had laid upon my heart. I, I wrote them a sermon on Father's Day back in 2011. And whenever I would encounter a young man um, that may be going through something, I would let him read it and. He said it was really, they, they would always say that it was really encouraging. So the Lord had laid upon my heart to not just make it for uh, exclusively for a group of people, but make it a book to be accessible to everyone. And, and, not, and not just for men, but also even for the ladies, because a lot of times there's a lot of uh, healing that needs to take place with a woman based upon some hurt from a father, a lack of, a lack of having a father in her life or or whatever. Amen. Now, let's talk about some of the chapters in the book because I was blown away by one of the chapters, and I spoke to a group of young men because I do jail ministry and prison ministry, and I spoke on yes. these things, and then you had it on print, and I said, wow, that's confirmation. Now, we was talking yes. about a stepfather, but you you said you call it something else. Let's talk. Let's start off right there. What chapter of the book is that? And, and give us some insight on, on your version of a stepfather, what God had put on your heart. Yes. Actually, it's chapter, let's see, it's chapter 13. Chapter 13, I entitled it uh, For the Stepfather. Um, also, what I do especially the stepfathers, which a lot of stepfathers don't get the recognition that they deserve, and a lot Amen. of them fill the void. They fill the void of a biological father, and I like to entitle those group of men step-up fathers. Those are step-up fathers. They are filling a role that really is un- a lot of time unappreciated. A lot of time it's, it get bad ridicule and, and everything, but yet and still, they take the challenge. They take the challenge with sometimes little to no reward. Amen. And, you know, uh, as I was sharing with our young men in jail, a lot of times people are angry and they mad and they frustrated because their dad wasn't there, their biological dad wasn't there. But you, you shed some light on that about how those dads yes. are stepping up. You know, and it's good yeah. to hear those things there. And now, after I read your book and I shared with some I'm not mad at my stepdad anymore. That frustration mm. is gone because yeah. it allowed me to see clearly now. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and you know, it's a lot of times when we, when we look at it, when we look at the bigger picture, like I said, they've taken a role that a lot of time a lot of people abandon. And for somebody to do it, and like I said, there's no manual that comes with being a stepfather or a step-up father. And especially a lot of times you don't know if this person going to receive you or not. But regardless of you being accepted or not, you take the charge anyway. And a lot of times all they want is to make sure that they grow up. That child grow up to be productive, and a lot of times just be respectful towards their own mother. You, you know, uh, and that is so true. That is so true. Cause a lot of times the child, and I'm spe- uh, speaking on my own experience, we don't realize the value of that uh, uh, that male figure in the house until we become an adult, and we have kids 
similar to ourselves. And then we say, wow, this is a tough task here. When they look at you, yeah. they say, well, you're not my daddy. Wait a minute. I know I'm not, but I'm trying to do the thing that a father do. And and that's where it takes a good helpmate to, uh, to come in and, and walk beside you on that, you know, to let the kids know, hey, no, he's not your dad, but you got to respect him like your dad. And, and I recall yeah. that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, was the son of God, but he had an earthly father. And his earthly yeah. father took care of him like he was his biological father. And if God thought enough of Joseph, Jesus' father, to give him charge over Joseph, surely stepfathers are good enough for you and me. Yes, yes, yes. And and also, one of the things uh, I like to tell people, you always have to respect the person because of their position. You have to respect their position. And if you put yourself in their shoes, they're doing a whole lot more than what you would do. So you have to understand the love that a step-up father has. And if we can just bring that to light, especially in this day and time, because, like I said, being in, being in the law enforcement, is so many biological fathers that are abandoned their position, that are incarcerated, or sometimes even deceased. But exactly. a step-up father... God, God allowed a step-up father to come in and really take that ministry, because in actuality, that's a ministry. That is a ministry, and just being able to understand, you know what, even though this child may not like me, this child may not even respect me right now, but the thing is, I'm going to hang in there, and it takes prayer, it takes fast, and it takes really communicating with God and a lot of patience to be able to deal with the rough edges of a child and praying to God help us to help them become an adult and one day be able to see that our work is not in vain. Oh, that is so true. That is so. You said a mouthful there. And I was just saying about you said, hey, they lost a position. Sometimes we gave our position away. You know, yes. the devil don't always yes. take stuff from us. We just give that to him. Here, I'm going to give you my respect. I'm going to give you my finances. I'm going to give you my family. But glory be to God, there's men like you and women like you that's willing to roam that right to tell us about our mistakes. You know, James 5 and 20 said, uh, uh, let them know the errors of their ways and save their soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. And I like that. What you're doing. You know, you, yes. we can't do the things that we're done, but we, but through the grace and the mercy of our Lord and Savior, He covers those things and He makes those yes. things right. You know, I think sometimes that's why God allowed us to have grandkids because we messed this first set of kids up, but He gave us grandkids kind of to kind of redo these things. Yes, 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 and and I think a lot of times people don't understand the influence that a child has on a parent. Yes. So, so a lot of times, is even as a grandparent, if we can spend time and we can minister to our grandchildren, sometimes our grandchildren will expose a lot of things to their own parents, which are our children, to let them know, you know what, remember that teaching that mama and daddy gave you is still active, it's still valid, and it comes through our grandchildren to their parents, our child. Hey, man, that's powerful. Let's, let's move on. Now, tell me something else about another chapter of the book, girl, because we want our listening audience to know that this book is worth picking up. A Few Good Men, A Pad to Fatherhood, not only for men, but for women also. Yes, yes. Now, uh, one chapter I speak about pertaining to 
uh, chapter 11, it talks about the heart of a man. A lot of times what I found out, men, they will acknowledge their mistakes, but they won't acknowledge their hurt. And a lot of time, a lot of men, not all, but there's a lot of men that really won't just share their heart. They they keep they keep their heart, they keep their emotions in a capsule, and a lot of times they don't release it. They don't release it, not just release it um, through just getting out, but more important, they don't give it to God. And that makes that person bitter. It makes them not be able to really trust. They don't trust, not just pertaining to a young lady, not just pertaining to a family or friends, but even to God. And so I really wanted to address pertaining to the heart of a man, like I said, chapter 11. And it talks about what a, what a, a man's heart desires. Uh, we, we, need, we need to start back dreaming. We need to start back, like I said, communicating with God and, and know that, you know what, no matter how difficult things have been, God can still do something. God can still heal. God can still help us. Regardless of how long the hurt has been, he still can do things. And also, like like you said, the book is not just for men, but also it's for ladies. Uh, one of the things, uh, one of the chapters I brought in, uh, I wanted to make sure that the ladies know that this book is also to help them to understand even their own absentee father. And also it can help them to understand what type of, what kind of a, what is a good man? What is a good man, a God man? A lot of times some females, some young ladies, uh, see what a man is based on what they see on TV or what they've heard, but they never go to the Bible to find out what God said, what a real man, what a good man is. And so I wanted to make sure to bring those things to light. And that and that is so true. A lot of times we looking at the man or a woman on the external. Hey, they look yeah. good. They have they 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 look like they have some money. But you know, and I like the way they carry themselves. But that internal man, a person, they have no uh, aware of what's going on. They still a child, and they doing childish things. And as you were sharing that, I was thinking about. Um, one of my favorite portions of the Bible was David 34. said, I will bless the Lord at all times. That's what a man's heart is all about, through the good times yeah. and the bad times. When I don't have no yeah. money, when I have money, when my house is all acting crazy with my helpmate, I'm still going to honor God and try to draw them back in line with, way, or, or with what I'm doing. You know, you got to have that spirit yeah. like, Gerald, uh, like Joshua. For me and my house, we're going to bless the yeah. Lord, you know. And so that's what that's the what yeah. a good man is. You know, uh, he sets that standard. I'm glad you put that on paper because a lot of times people need to see this, eh? Because there's so many men out there are thinking the same way that you are, and, and trying to navigate these rocky relationships and and, and, and these hilly and these valleys, and these hills and these valleys without any help, without any support, without any knowledge. Yes, yes. And you know, one of the things I wanted to bring up. What a man really wants is respect. One of the things, one of the analogies I like to bring up when you look at a human and a flower, that flower grows when a human speaks to that flower. That 
that flower takes in our carbon dioxide. It breathes in our carbon dioxide, but it exhales oxygen. And that oxygen is what we inhale for survival, but we exhale carbon dioxide. So when we look at a human speaking to a flower and the flower exhaling what the human needs for survival is reciprocated. So what that man needs for survival, what he needs to inhale is respect. But what he exhales is something that a woman needs, and that's love. When a man is respected, he inhales that and he exhales carbon dioxide. And that lady inhales love, but she exhales respect. So like I said, that that's what makes a healthy relationship. But unfortunately, a lot of times, there are a lot of people, male or female, don't know how to inhale or exhale. And that's why God wants us to be healed. God wants us to be whole so we can breathe in a healthy, we can breathe and we can function. Our lungs can withstand what, what we inhale and also what we exhale. So men, men need that respect. And God and women needs that love. Amen, amen. We're gonna take a break here, and we're gonna uh, give out our number and contact number. And also, I would like for you to tell our listening audience how to pick up this book here, and and how to yes. uh, keep track of what's, what what uh, what you're up to there, because someone needs to uh, get some more information from you. You're listening to Free on the Inside, the internet program to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you. I'm Minister Lewis. And we have our guest on the line this morning, Pastor Prater, and he wrote a fine book, uh, A Few Good Men, A Path to Fatherhood. It's what we're talking about today. I'm excited about this book. I'm excited about the man of God and willing to uh, make himself available to share what does say the Lord regarding fatherhood. Because as men, we are challenged with this here. This is a great challenge. I, I, you know, I'm married now, but... Before that, I dated other women that had that had kids, and we all have at one time or another. And sometimes it just wasn't a quite a, a, a quite a, a, a the right fit. Maybe it was me, maybe it was them. But now I have a guide to tell me about these things here. I don't have to go out there not knowing anything. So I challenge you men to pick up this book. It's a perfect guide to fatherhood. Now, Pastor, tell us how how our listening audience can get this book. And if you have any speaking engagements available, share that with us. If not, we'll go on with another chapter of the book. The phone line is lit up. We have our co-host on the line here. We're going to bring him in in a few minutes, but we want to get as much as out of you as possible. Yes. Um, they can contact me. My number is area code 214-908-3056. And also I have a website available. It's www.bp, BP, the initials of Brother Prater, BP Outreach Ministries.com. And I have a hey, speaking man. engagement coming. Go ahead. I, I, have a, I have a speaking engagement coming up February the 20th from 12 to 4. I'll be at the Southwest Center Mall in Dallas, Texas. And then also October the 28th and 29th, on a Friday and Saturday, I'll be in Houston 
and I, I have my uh, upcoming events on my website. Amen. God bless you. I hope to be able to make it over. And as uh, we mentioned to you once before, putting on your schedule, and that we do a men's conference here coming up here in March, uh, the early part of May. And uh, we like to bring in men from all over Dallas, and we just talk about men issues. So we pray that if you have time in your schedule, you can come over there and share with our men, you know, from young and old, your men that are, are being displaced but yet had not been forgotten by God. And we try to bring those men in and let them see that that what they're going through is is not uncommon to man. We all suffer some type of brokenness, but because of what Christ Jesus done, He allowed us to walk through that brokenness. I recall how Paul said he had a thorn in his side and he prayed several times, but that thorn didn't keep him from from pursuing the things that God put to His hands to do. So I encourage men, regardless of the things that that seem to be hindering us, don't ever lose sight of our heavenly Father. Keep walking with your limb. Keep walking towards our yes. Savior. Keep walking toward the things that God has for you to do. Pastor, I thank you for what you're doing. You know, you you know, you know, we have some ups and downs. You know, we you know, we don't have problems. You know, all of us have, but yet you continually to do the thing that God put to your hands to do. And my hat goes off to you. Yeah, but thank you. God bless you. I, I, it's only through the grace of God. Yes. And and, and I, I just thank God. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I, I just thank God for the opportunity uh, to be a vessel. But also one thing, it, it helped me to understand, no matter what you go through in life, it can be it can be a testimony and encourage others. And that's the main thing that God wants us to understand. No matter what you deal with, no matter what you go through, you're not defined by your circumstances or situation, but also that can help you to have a testimony, and also that it can become your ministry. What you deal with, that actually helps you to fulfill the purpose that God has for you. If you hold on hey. and trust him for the outcome. Hey, man, well, you know what? That's confirmation because that's what I do. That's why I program called Free on the Inside. I do jail ministry. Sometimes the brothers are free inside the jail. I say, hey, brother, same freedom you were here in these cells. You got that same freedom outside. You have the freedom, yes. brother, but you got to get up under a covering, man. That's the problem yes. there. Man, we got to, we, you know, we didn't have the highest. I'm the leader. I'm the boss. But yet you you suffered to a high calling. And so uh, mm-hmm. and talk about that. Do You have that in your book, how godly men are to be God-seeking men. Let's talk yes. about that. Yes. First and foremost, we have to understand, even when we evaluate our relationships with our spouse or even with our children, a lot of times it really exposes the relationship with the, that we have with our Heavenly Father. And if we can look at, you know what, I'm not getting respected by my child. I'm not getting respected by my son. But then when we evaluate the relationship that we have with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, it's letting us know, wow, that's how I'm treating my uh, spiritual father. And so when we can get back in line as children of God, then that helps us to receive that love, the respect that we deserve from our children. And also even one thing I like to tell people, you know, especially, especially uh, men, we have to look at, we have to, Forgive. We have to forgive our father. We have to forgive if it's our even stepfather. We have to learn to forgive because what you hate is oftentimes what you become. And it sets a pattern. There are so many generational curses 
that the devil has allowed or we have allowed in our family when it pertains to men being bitter towards their fathers. And God wants us to be free from that. But like I said, if we don't break that generational curse, we become the same, if not worse, than what our fathers were. So we have to be able to forgive and give it to God. Amen. That's a powerful statement. Hey, we have a call on the line. I just want to say hello to you, and we're going to bring in Mr. Bobby here, and he's going to just say hello to you in regarding your book. Good morning, Bobby. You're on the net. Uh, good morning, and, and good morning, Mr. Prater. And I good morning. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Thank the Lord for another day that has spurred my life. So how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, doing awesome. Praise God. And I, and this is a good book, A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. And to, we're living in a day where there are not many men that are really willing to step up and be godly men. And and, and truly, this, this is a, and a great, inspiring book, and, and I hope that everybody buys one. And I just want to congratulate you and wish, wish you much, much success. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. I receive that. And also, I'll be praying for you all, too. Oh, God bless. Thank you, God bless. Yes, sir. You still there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, yes, sir, Bobby. I, I was in the queue room now. Now, Bobby, now, as you hear, uh, uh, heard uh, Pastor Pray- Prater talking and you uh, know the title of the book, what does that make you think about your influence and your effects on the young men that which God had put to your hands, you know, to watch over? Yes, I think that all the young men that I am around, most of them try to uh, – a pattern that lines up to my life. They said, "Well, I, I want to be like you because there's not very uh, many men around like I am. They're trying to be godly, but and, and, and I just thank God that a lot of them are watching my life and and want to be like I am." Oh, that is so true. I tell you what, uh, won't you just hold on here? We got Derek that's on the line. He wants to say something to the pastor, and you just hold on, okay. man, because this is a great topic, man. This is what men are supposed to be doing on Saturday morning, man. Yes, yes. <laughs> good morning, Dirk. You're on the net. Hello, good morning. Good morning. You have good a morning. pastor on the good line morning. here. Uh, pastor Prater uh, wrote, he's the author of a fine book here. you like to say hello to him. Yes, sir. How you doing, Brother Prater? I'm doing awesome. How about yourself, sir? I'm doing excellent. I, 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 I'm, I'm so happy and excited for you. Uh, thank God that I, I got a copy of the book and I've read it and I've enjoyed it. And uh, I've also enjoyed the interview thus far that you guys have had. But I did have a question. The book is awesome, but I know that there is a lot of young men that may be listening to this broadcast. And what came to mind as you guys were speaking on the book, you know, we live in this micro microwave age where young people, they date or whether they're in church or not in church, and, they you know, they may have children. And they they mingle, but they never get in, really involved with the children while they were dating the potential spouse. So my question is, uh, once 
you know, marriage is taking place and you have children, what, what would you say or what, what should a young man or young woman do if that mate starts to have a problem with the, uh, the husband or the wife intervening with, say, let's say, the discipline of the child? As far, it doesn't have to be physical, you know, or even in the guidance of the child. Sometimes you have these, these spouses that they kind of don't allow that step-parent or that step-up parent, as you put it in the book, to really step in and be a guidance or or even to be able to be a corrector as far as correction, they kind of, you know, wean away from that because of the protection they still have over their child. So what would you say to, uh, you know, a young man or young lady in a relationship like that where it's hard to intervene with that child? First thing I would say, by all means, fast and pray. Ask God how to strategically deal with that, because a lot of times that child behavior stems from their parents. Mm-hmm. And if we can if we can fast break and speak to God pertaining to the timing, but also on the same token, even in love, still try to work on building that relationship, that rapport with that child, and not just trying to be um if you want to, I don't want to say a dictator, but an authoritative figure just when they in the house and doing something bad. Even just taking the time just to, if they're young, uh, visit them at school, have lunch with them, do things with them, be active. Because a lot of time it's a reflection on how that child feels on the inside. But also even pertaining to the parent, you know, your, your spouse that may be kind of giving you a little problems or whatever like that, or maybe going against you trying to discipline or correct or whatever like that, really just communicate and let them know, you know, this is this is for the best of the child. And also, by all means, even... We're going to end the interview right there. I hope you enjoyed that interview that we played you. Uh, go back and listen to it in its entirety. You can find that audio clip on Blog Talk. Uh, radio dot forward slash granny place and other that you'll see uh free on the inside ministry and that's show number uh seventy uh uh seventy oh four seventy seven oh four four twenty nine but we also have the name of it too but the show number is seven seven oh four four two nine Okay, so please go back and listen to it in its entirety and enjoy. I'm going to have to get on out of here. We have a prior engagement today, and so we want to thank you for listening to our show once again. Thank you for being a part of our listening audience. You, too, can join in the conversation each and every weekend. Uh, the call-in number at 310-982-4126. You, too, lend your voice to the program. We're going to close out with a musical inst- uh, selection saying, All of my steps, because the steps of a good man, is ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good woman is ordered by the Lord. So we pray that you enjoy the balance of your day. And again, happy Father's Day to all the males out there in the listening audience. And for you mothers that stepped in the gap for your for the uh, you single parent mothers, God bless you. Thank you for what you're doing. Because I, I grew up in a single parent home, so I know the, the value and necessity of a mother being committed. Even though we uh, may not do things the way kids sit at that time, we've done the best we could. I'm saying as a parent, we've done the best we could at that time, 
And when they grow up and come and done, they have their own household. They can always reflect back on those things, and they'll see the benefit of what we did uh, to them to set them on the right path, to let them be uh, uh, productive citizens in the community, let them be an education, let them be uh, uh, faithful and committed at the things that God puts in their hands to do. So as we listen to the musical selection, God bless you. Enjoy the balance of your day. Bless you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for this day. Dear Lord, we lift up our Father in the name of Jesus, dear Lord. We ask you, dear Lord, to continue to uh, undergird them, continue to pour out your wisdom in them, dear Lord. Continue to allow them to be the man that what you call it for in such a time as this. Precious Lord, we know that uh, some of our fathers may not be with us here on, on this side of heaven, dear Lord. But we thank you, dear Lord, for Jesus Christ that came to the fullness of time and die for our sins, dear Lord. And now we have a heavenly Father that intercedes on our behalf. Let us be mindful that we are not in this alone. If if we come up against uh, things that we can't understand, the things that seem too much for us, let us call up to Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen